Hi and welcome back to another episode of That Happy Habit, the podcast. I'm your host Meg Goodman and let's get into today's episode. So today we are going to be discussing 24 lessons that I've learned turning 24. So last Sunday was my birthday so I've been 24 for one week um, and I thought it would be quite a cool time to spend some time reflecting on just things that I've learned, um, lessons I've taken and this is a bit of a bonus episode so take it as it comes and here we go for some more content. Um, in the week that's just been I've been off sick for two days and it was really good just to um, rest and recover and take that time. Um, we built boy we Josh built a shelf in our kitchen just behind me um so it was really cool to have somewhere to store the cookbooks and it looks really nice and it's just starting to piece together the home we've been in it for a year now or we've almost been in it for a year we've owned it for a year so it's nice to see the house finally start coming together and doing that kind of stuff um I will be launching my first product tomorrow so my first ebook pdf online um so I'm really excited about that. There'll be an ad break somewhere in the middle of this podcast to, to, to just talk, talk about it and um, so that you know a bit more about the product. But I'm going to leave that for later, Meg, to just talk about. Um, I'm really excited. This is a big milestone for me. Um, I've had to learn how to set up Shopify. I've had to learn... Um, Oh, it's just been learning, learning, learning left, right and centre, but I'm honestly loving it. feel like I'm in my element. I'm thriving with this. And so I'm just so excited to be able to share this. And this is a step in towards the direction that I want to be heading. So I can't wait. Um, my recommendation for the week is something that I actually did first thing this morning. So my PT ran a stretching class and I could not recommend it enough to stretch. <laughs> I feel so much better this morning. I took some time to unwind. I relaxed. I made it a whole experience and she was just fantastic at making me push to the stretches where they felt good and then let them ease off. And I just couldn't recommend it enough if it's been a long time since you've stretched or just taking those, I don't know, it was 45 minutes um, and just take it and stretch. Or if you're in Dunedin and you need a PT, go see Sinead because she's fantastic. So that's my recommendation for the week. Let's get into the episode. Okay, 24 lessons that I have learned turning 24. Um, obviously, this is still young. It's something that I'm trying to get through in my head is that I'm not actually getting old because I feel like I will reflect on this in however many years and go, what was I thinking? So it's exciting just to take that time, just to go, this is what I've learned so far in my current state um, and then see what it looks like in the future. So it's a list of 24 things. I will might have some talking points on each one, but for the most part, I am just going to read through them. Um, number one, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And I think that's been a big learning curve for me, especially in the last year, that I used to just want things to happen and I would just expect them to happen. But I've come to realise that if I'm not putting myself out there, they're not going to happen for me. So if it was easy, everybody would do it. Number two, it's okay to be sad. Um, I think, was it four years ago, I used to just really hide in when I was sad and I wouldn't let myself feel it. So um, recognising that it's okay to be upset. And if you are upset, just tell someone. Don't don't get all angry and don't try to hide it with other emotions. If I'm sad, I just need to say, I'm actually feeling really sad today and I don't know why. I did it at work the other day. Who was I talking to? I can't remember. But I said to her, she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I actually just feel really sad. And she was like, oh, that's it. I hope you feel better soon. Like, And I, I didn't have any reason. I just felt sad. And so 
expressing that that's how I felt and being able to recognize it made it feel so much easier. Yeah. Um, number three, you know your body best. Um, I've been on a wild ride with contraception and trying to figure out what works best for me. Um, I probably will break this down in a whole episode, but I just want to emphasis, put emphasis on the fact that you know your body best. The amount of times doctors told me what to do and told me what I needed to go on. Only my last doctor that I went to had actually said to me, it actually looks like contraception isn't working for you. And I never felt so um, heard heard and spoken for. Like she just, she looked at me and went, you don't need to be on this. This is not working for you. And I don't think I'd ever had that before. I had never had anyone recognize the fact that I knew my body best. So I think that was a big learning curve for me this year. Um, number four, you don't have to do what you don't want to do. <laughs> I, the amount of times I'd done stuff because I was a people pleaser. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you don't want to do something, you do not have to do it. <laughs> number five, life is supposed to be fun. Don't get bogged down in the, I'm stuck in a nine to five. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. This is supposed to be fun. Otherwise, what's the point in living? Why live in a life that's miserable? You are supposed to have fun. Make the most of it. Number six, follow your intuition. So I intuition is something I've learned about in the last year. Um, it's that really gut feeling. It's that that mm, that you get going, oh, I don't think that's right. Or I think I should do this. Or I think I was late because of this reason. Or just just letting yourself be led naturally and not not getting all in your head and second guessing it. If you start going, oh, but what does this person think? What does this person think? No, follow what you think. Follow your intuition. Number seven, accept when you're wrong. Um, this is a big one and my ego definitely takes a few hits, but accepting when you're wrong, you're not going to be always right. And I think especially in the world of content creation that I'm just entering, I'm learning to acknowledge that not everything I do is correct. I look back on some of the videos I posted really early on and I really don't agree with them. But you're accepting that you're wrong and you're moving forward. You don't have to wallow in the fact that you're wrong. Just accept it and move on. And even a conversation I had with my brother, um, he goes, oh, so being vegan was a phase. And I just turned on and said, yes, I was wrong. And acknowledging that I was wrong and I was doing it as a an eating disorder coping mechanism that I hadn't quite recognized yet. But accepting that I was wrong and he just went, oh, okay, that's cool. Thank, like, thank you for acknowledging that. And then we moved on rather than getting defensive and, and it turn, turning into an argument. It was just a, no, I was wrong and I'm okay with being wrong. So I moved forward. Um, number eight, you are allowed to change your mind. If you say you're going to do something, you can change your mind at any point. You could be driving to the event and change your mind and go, actually, I would rather sit at home. Know that there, you shouldn't have to feel that social pressure going, but I made a commitment, but I said I would do this. If you don't want to, you are allowed to change your mind. Number nine, it's never as difficult as you think it's going to be. Sometimes in our heads, we really hype up how challenging we think something's going to be. Like I put in all these roadblocks before starting the podcast going, oh, but I don't have a microphone. Oh, but I don't have this, but I don't have that. It's always going to be challenging in your head. So get there, start doing the practical steps, and it's actually never going to be as difficult as you are making it in your head. Number 10, the best time to start is now. 
The longer you delay it, the harder it's going to be. So just get cracking. The best time to start is right now. So get it going. I wish I could have told 20-year-old Meg that, but we're here at 24 and we're saying it loud and proud because the best time you can start is now. Don't let anyone's opinions hold you back. 11. Be yourself. Um, this is This has been a big learning curve for me. I, along with learning not to drink, learning to be myself had kind of got hidden amongst, oh, but I can't be myself unless I was drunk. Or I don't, I didn't actually know what kind of person I wanted to be, or I didn't know who I wanted to show up as. So learning who I am and who I show up as has been a massive curve into learning to be myself around other people. Um, I used to think that, that I was a, a super loud outgoing person, but I thought that maybe that was because I was only drunk. No, no Meg, you are a loud outgoing person all the time. You are an extrovert through and through and you don't have to pretend to be someone else. You are allowed to show up as yourself. I'm a full-on person a lot of the time. I will cut in on conversations. I will speak to strangers. I will I'll put my hand up left, right and centre for things because that's who I am. And I'm okay with being who I am. And I've recognised that that's actually a strength of mine, not a weakness, that I'm allowed to be myself. So showing up as myself was a big step into becoming, I don't suppose an adult's the right word, it's becoming an adult. Kia ora, I'm just going to take a moment to interrupt today's episode to tell you about our four-week productivity planner that launched on Monday, March the 20th. Um, I'm so excited to be announcing our first PDF that is able to be downloaded. Um, I'll pop a link in the show notes to Shopify where you can check that out. This planner is going to be your go-to for helping you get on top of your week-to-week, month-to-month activities. It's got a huge range of suggestions that you can choose from or you can add in your own. I've even chucked in an example of how I use it along with some top tips that you can use to get started to get your productivity moving. I'm beyond excited to be sharing this product. It's something that I've been using for a long time and something that I feel very special about. And it's also my first products that I've ever shared um, for purchase, so I'm beyond excited to be sharing it and I hope that you find as much joy and use out of it as I have. Thank you. Back to the episode. 12. Your career can change and evolve with you. So I am a prime example of this in my time as an adult trying to have a career path. I've been a nutritionist. I've been a baker with her own business. I've been a cafe worker. I've been a barista. I have been a teacher now and now I'm trying to be an entrepreneur Um, and I think that everything I have done has led to this like I want to teach adults how to build habits and sustainable lifestyles and that is still teaching in its own right that's nutrition in its own right that's hospitality in its own right so I think everything I've done has changed and evolved so my career has changed and evolved with me rather than me leaving my career behind. It's it's never been a cut blank change. It's been a move with and evolve with kind of attitude for me. Um, 13, movement and exercise will go through in phases. I wish I had said this to myself about 10 years ago when I first started working out and gone, it's not going to look blank at the same the whole time. I thought if I found a program that I could stick with forever I would be perfect and I would get the immaculate body that I had my 14 year old self was imagining me having but no it's going to go in phases especially during the month it's going to go through a phase so just acknowledging that some weeks you'll feel like you're kicking that strength training and then other weeks you just need to spend half an hour stretching before you can even get up off the couch 
So acknowledging that there are going to be different zones and waves and movements that you are going to come through throughout your lifetime. There are going to be months where you go without exercising and that's okay. If a walk's all you can achieve, that's all you can achieve. So just being kind to yourself and acknowledging that exercise will go through those phases. Uh, 14, cry it out. Feel the emotion. If you feel like you need to cry, cry. Sometimes I used to remember sitting there and like feeling that lump in my throat and just holding it in and for the life of me going, but you're not allowed to cry. Goodmans are tough. And then I was like, where did this come from? Have I put have I put this social pressure on myself? Because as sure as heck hasn't come from my family. Like, I just felt this like you couldn't cry. So it's been something I've been learning to do. If I feel like I need to cry, I just cry. But not normally when I'm in class. I try to hold that until the kids have gone. Because um, it's not necessarily such a good look. And they think they've won. But that's a whole nother, teaching's a whole nother ball game. <laughs> but just in my own personal life, if I feel like I need to cry, if something's so happy it makes me want to cry, I just cry. Let it out. Feel the emotion. Um, number 15, take your sick days. As a teacher, you get a heck load of sick days. But even in your normal life, people really feel guilty for taking a day off sick. We would rather go in sick than take a day off sick. So I think that's something that I've been evolving to learn is that you're actually allowed to take those days. That's what they're there for. If you leave your job, those days just disappear. So learn to optimize the use of them in your day-to-day. 16. You have something valuable to say. Don't ever let anyone else make you think otherwise. Your opinion is valuable. Your opinion may change, but it is still valuable no matter where it is. If you're 13 years old, your opinion is valuable. If you are 75 years old, your opinion is valuable in every scope in between. If you're a baby and you have an opinion, that is valuable. Everyone in the space builds up to one thing. So don't ever feel like if you're in a room full of, I struggled with this imposter syndrome a lot when I first started teaching. If you're in a room full of really experienced people, your opinion still counts. You have a fresh mind. You have a new attitude. You've got a new way of looking at these things. Don't ever think that because you have not had as much experience as everyone in the room that you're not as valuable. Your opinion counts. 17, enjoy the moment. This is something that's been really hard for me to try and focus on. I'm a sucker for sitting on my phone. So I'm trying to learn to enjoy the moments that I'm in and not be distracted by the world online. So just taking those moments that you have and being present with where you are and enjoying the life that you have in that moment that you're in. 18, listen and learn from your inner voice. So 18 and 19 go hand in hand. So I'm going to read them together. Listen and learn from your inner voice and listen and learn from your ego. So I read a book that really changed my life. It was called How to Do the Work by Nicole someone. I'll link it in the show notes. But it talked about having an inner voice and then having your ego. Um, And my inner voice often has a lot of negative things to say about myself. Um, It will say awful things about the way I look, about the way I sound, about the way I dress, about the way I act. And I've learned to acknowledge that that is what is think that's what my inner voice is thinking, and move forward and go. Oh, I wonder what's caused me to have that negative thought on myself because this dress actually looks fantastic. And going through that mindset, um, and then my ego, man, she's a cow. Her name's Stacy. I named her. She was my drunk alter ego for a while, but now she's just my ego. Um, 
and my ego can be hurt sometimes. And so she'll say really negative things in my head. And I may sound a little delusional separating them, but separating them has helped me realize that you're not always what goes on in your head. So you can acknowledge what's happening in here and then go, all right, I'm actually going to present differently to that. I don't think that her anger is the way I want to come across. And so acknowledging that and letting, listening to them and learning. Number 20, set healthy boundaries. Um, this can come in friendships. This can come in work. I have done an episode on setting work boundaries. If that's something you're interested in listening to, I'll link it in the show notes as well. Um, setting boundaries is something that it can actually be way more effective than people believe. Like if you just go to a friend, I'm actually not on the headspace to talk about this right now. You've set a healthy boundary and you're not saying, I don't want to be your friend. You're saying, I'm not in a space to talk about this right now, but I could maybe I could help you find someone who is able to talk about this. You don't have to always be your best. You don't have to always be there for everyone. You're allowed to set boundaries and go, actually, I want to spend the night at home or for me right now, it's going to be more beneficial to sit at home in my fat pants with a hoodie than go out to someone's birthday dinner who's a friend of a friend who you don't even know that well. There are no obligations. You're allowed to set those boundaries and you're allowed to prioritize yourself. 21. Don't regret the past. Everyone has learned from it and everyone has moved on. So sometimes I'm a sucker for sitting and thinking about situations where I've been really mean to someone um, and learning to regret it like even people that I'm still friends with um and sitting there and regretting the actions that I took and regretting the way I acted towards friends and I think sometimes I reflect on it and go but it actually probably would be worse to bring it back up because then I'm rehashing all those horrible emotions not only for me but also for the people who were involved in that and I think that it's been about four or five years. So every other person has moved on from that situation in their lives. We're all different now. And just acknowledging that and recognizing that you don't actually have to regret the past, but you learn from it. Um, 22, dream big. That's something that I'm doing this year. Someone asked me what my goal was when I was turning 24. And I said, I'm going to earn enough to earn my full-time income from my side hustle. So just dream big. There is no limits. The limits are absolutely endless. Dream as big as you possibly can because no matter where you fall, it's going to be further than where you started. So just dream those large goals. 23, you are not too young. Um, a lot of the time in this industry, I didn't get started because I went, oh, you're too young to share your opinion. You're too young. You don't have enough um, enough understanding. You don't have enough life experience. You are not too young. You are the perfect age to get started wherever you are right now. You're actually holding yourself back by not starting younger. Just get started, get going, and believe in yourself. 24, lucky last one. Wow, I can't believe we made it through those already. Um, this is a big one. Be proud of who you are. Something I've had to really learn is that I would be too scared to tell people that I was doing this podcast or that I was creating a journal or that I was creating PDFs online because I was scared of what they would think of me. But I am proud of who I am and I am proud of the person I am becoming. So I'm stepping into 24, proud as a bean, happy as Larry and just excited to get going. I hope that some of these lessons you've been able to take or resonate with or potentially they could be something that you learn before you turn 24 or they're something that you also feel like you've learned when you turn 24. 
but I am excited in a year's time to reflect back and look at this from an angle of a 25 year old and then go well how much have I learned in this year because I think this has been my biggest year yet but I think I'm only going to learn more so I can't wait to get started Thank you for listening to this episode of That Happy Habit. I hope that you have enjoyed the content and you've been able to take something away. If you have any questions, queries or comments, please feel free to message me over on Instagram at That Happy Habit. We are building a community on Facebook as well. So if you want to become a part of that, please head to That Happy Habit, the Facebook group and come and join us there. Along with all of this, if you have time, please leave a review, rate, comment and subscribe to our channel. Thank you so much. Bye.